Hello, beautiful goddess, and thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful that you're joining me on my very first episode. For so long now, I've wanted to start a podcast, but I've just been waiting for the right moment. So here we are, finally starting my podcast, and I'm so grateful that you're joining me. So I have my cup of peppermint tea with me here. I'm currently in my autumn phase, which is a very feminine, very soft, very soft, sensual feeling. So I'm kind of just feeling very juicy. I've got candles next to me too. Got my candles, got my tea. I'm just fully surrendering into my autumn phase, which is the feminine phase of our cycle. So for those who don't know, we actually have two main phases that we go through. And then those are further broken down into four phases. So the two main phases are the feminine and the masculine phases of our cycle. So the feminine being our autumn and our winter, which is our pre-menstruation and menstruation. And then our masculine is our spring and summer, which is our pre-ovulation and ovulation. So we have these two main phases broken down into four phases in a reflection of Mother Nature herself, which is, like I said before, winter, spring, summer and autumn. So I'm currently in that feminine premenstrual autumn energy. So I'm going to be a little more soft, a little more quiet, (laughs) but I'm really learning to just honor this because as women, we are very um, conditioned to be in the masculine all the time, which goes hand in hand with this episode. So this episode, I want to talk about the feminine and the masculine and why we need both equally. So firstly, let's just talk about what the hell I'm talking about with feminine and masculine energies. So immediately you might think that, you know, feminine means women and masculine means men, which it does. However, we all have these two different energies within all of us, regardless of your gender. Our feminine energy within us, and like I said, it's also in men as well, is more of our creativity, our sexual, our flow, our surrender, our sensual, and our masculine is our doing, so our, our creativity in action and doing things, getting things done, that drive and that passion. So you can see how we really need both to flow and for things to work. What I see very, very often in the spiritual community in particular is the feminine energy being highlighted or deemed as this beautiful energy and the masculine is kind of um, dimmed down as this negative thing. However, that's actually far from the truth. Like I said before, we really need both of these energies in order to make a beautiful balance and have harmony within ourselves and within our lives. So you can imagine if we are too much in our feminine, it can often look like being very airy-fairy and being very caught up in the, the softness and the lack of doing. So we're very caught up in our head and ideas, inspiration, which are all beautiful things. However, if we don't have that masculine within us, you can see how you can just get stuck up there. 
you can just get stuck up in all these ideas about they're not being brought down into life, which is the masculine energy. The masculine energy helps us bring things to life. I can definitely see why the masculine is deemed as a bad thing because for so long we have had so many women being too much in their masculine. What that can look like is stress, overwhelm, pushing too hard, trying to live in the man's world. And as women, we actually ebb and flow through different cycles and seasons, like I mentioned in the start of this episode, we flow through these different seasons, we do not function like men. So physically, men's hormones are actually quite balanced and straightforward throughout their entire lives. You know, it's pretty straight. However, a female goes up and down, up and down, up and down. So our hormones physically are completely different and we flow up and down, like I just said. So when we are being too much in our masculine, which is pushing ourselves when we're not meant to, and doing all the things and getting caught up in this crazy, you know, this head spin of stress and overwhelm because we're just pushing too hard in our masculine. Being too much in the masculine is not a good thing. And then also being too much in the feminine is also not a good thing. What this can look like is, like I said, being in the feminine is very much airy fairy. It's lots of inspiration, ideas, but kind of being too caught up in that airiness that you're not getting anything done and as well what I've experienced personally is when I was too much in my feminine I kind of started seeing myself as being weak and kind of making myself making myself fit in this container of you know well I can't do anything because I need to be soft and gentle and kind of making myself out to be weak and not having any masculine energy within me to say, hey, you're not weak, let's go do some hard work, because it just wasn't there, it was, it was absent. So you can see how we need, need the both of them. And then, of course, being too much in the masculine, like I said, can be pushing yourself too hard and exercising like crazy every single day of your cycle. You can see how that can then create burnout. We need both of them, like I keep saying. <laughs> and without both there is no flow. So I guess I want to talk more about why the masculine isn't a bad thing. So the masculine, we need the feminine to come up with the ideas and drop into that beautiful sensual energy, but we also need that masculine to back it up, to have that drive and that passion to get things done, to bring things to life. Let's talk about how the hell you can find that harmony and how you can find somewhat of a balance. I guess the first the first point is to notice as a woman, if you aren't on any hormonal um, contraception, if you are naturally flowing through these different phases, I think the first step is just acknowledging your cycle and where you're at. Because for me, that was the most, you know, that was the biggest turning point when I realized that oh, wait, I actually flow through different seasons. Why haven't I known about this? Why was I not taught about this? Once I recognized that, oh, okay, cool. So that explains why some weeks of the month, I just don't want to do anything and I just want to, you know, soften. And then other days of the month, I'm like ready to get things done and I want to be really social. 
So I think the first step is just realizing that you do have a cycle and if you're naturally not on any contraception, um, hormonal contraception, should I say, that you do flow and you do ebb and flow through different seasons. So just recognizing where you're at. And like I said in the start of this episode, we go through four main phases. So we have our winter, our spring, our summer and our autumn. So our winter wants to be that slow inward energy when we are bleeding. Our spring is coming out of that and coming out of it with the masculine of creative ideas and getting things done um, and getting a lot of work done as well. The spring is really good to start exercising a bit more. And then we have our summer, which is our ovulation, which is when we're feeling um, as well in our masculine and feeling very sexual. And we want to really drive and push and get things done and also be very social. And then we move into our feminine, back into the feminine with our autumn phase, which is what I'm currently in now. So coming out of that, that drive and that push and that social energy and coming more into the softness again and just surrendering into the pre-menstrual phase. When we can recognize this, when we can recognize where we're at, we can naturally and rather easily surrender into doing or being. So that's the first step. I think the first part is just recognizing you have a cycle and tracking where you're at. I really want to work on um, making up a really beautiful cycle tracker with the moon phases as well, because that's also really important, which I'll do another episode on moon cycles another day. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to create like a tracker for you all, but you can find them online and they're everywhere. But basically just tracking where you're at, you can even just get a journal and simply just track what day of your cycle you're at and then look more into that. So with tracking your cycle, day one is the first day of your full bleed. This is not to be mistaken with when you first bleed. So say, for example, um, you get your period at, I don't know, say 9 p.m. on a Monday. That's technically not day one. Day one would be when you wake up in the morning on the Tuesday, which is when you would have a full day of bleeding. That's your day one. So you start off the first day of a full bleed, day one, and then obviously day two, day three, day four, and you go all the way around to however long your cycle is. Um, and you can see through the different phases just by tracking the day that you're at. So it's really simple to do. You can also get um, a phone app. I use the app Clue, which is really good, but it's also not to be mistaken with thinking that the app knows the day you're ovulating because it does give you a prediction. However, it's just a prediction. Please don't fall for um, not using contraception around other days and only going based on the app. Um, I'm definitely going to do another episode talking about um, natural contraception and how you know when you're ovulating and when you're not ovulating. So that's step one, simply recognizing and realizing that you can surrender into where you're at in your cycle and your phases. And I think the next one would be embodiment practices. What this is, is basically a bit of both. It's a bit of the feminine and the masculine coming together of embodying what your body wants you to do. So it's that surrender energy of 
surrendering and allowing yourself to just be whatever you want to be. What I mean by this is, say, for example, dancing is a really good practice, not feeling like you are suppressed and you can't do a certain move or, you know, you look funny or you're really suppressing your energy. I think just embodiment practices is all about expression and just moving and dancing and doing whatever your body wants you to do. And then it's the masculine energy to do the to do the move and to do the thing, you know. So embodiment practices are incredible. Another good one is breath work. Um, that really surrenders you into your feminine. But again, it's the masculine of the doing energy of doing the breath work. So these are really good things to kind of balance them out and to create harmony with both. Another one that I think is really important to talk about, it kind of brings back the feminine is rituals and ceremony. So when we normally think of the word ceremony, we think of like this big event that we go to and it's, you know, like a cacao ceremony or something rather big. However, you can create ceremony just in the morning by yourself. I do this every single morning. I create ritual around creating a positive container for my day to unfold into. What I do is I basically start my day by myself to anchor myself into that feminine energy because the feminine kind of lets you unravel and lets you unfold and open up slowly rather than waking up and pushing yourself really hard and getting up and getting things done straight away, which is the masculine. I think that it's important to create ceremony around your morning. So what I do personally is I have my little witchy room. It's my favorite room in the whole house. It's so beautiful. Um, but I have my altar in there. And what I do is I go in there by myself every single morning. And I just allow myself to, to just be and to just wake up slowly. I sit at my altar. I have my three goddesses in front of me. Um, they're on my altar. I have my elements. So I honor my elements of fire, air, water, and earth. And I basically light a candle to honor fire. I have an offering of like a flower or a leaf to honor earth. I light an incense for air and I have a little dish of water. In doing this, I create this positive container for my day to unfold into. So this is perfect to balance out that masculine and feminine because if you start your day with this positive feminine container and then you have a lot to actually do that day, you can see how that creates the harmony of starting a day out nice and soft and gentle and peaceful, but then dropping into, okay, now let's get some things done. And again, really honoring where you're at in your cycle. Some mornings you might feel like you do just want to get up and go for a run because you might be in your summer or your spring, which is totally okay. But for example, for me, I'm in my autumn. So it makes more sense for me to flow slowly into the morning and slowly into my day to then get things done in a more feminine essence. So I think there's some really good pointers there to kind of point you in the right direction. And of course, just honoring what is right for you and what's going to work for you personally. But I basically just wanted to make this first episode just around those two energies, because as women, like I said before, are so heavily and easily dropped into their masculine energy. 
So I think there's some good pointers there how to kind of bring you back to your feminine, but also having the harmony between the both. So I think that's all I really wanted to talk about in this episode, but thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being here. Just a short little episode to kind of warm myself up to the bigger topics coming. So I'm super excited for you to hear the upcoming um, episodes because, wow, I have a lot to talk about, hence making a podcast. But if you're not following me on Instagram, which I'm sure you are, you probably come from Instagram, but my Instagram name is at Kaylee Caroline underscore underscore. You can check me out there. I also have my own website, which I sell herbal tinctures for women, which is theherbalwitch.net. But until next time, lovelies, I will see you soon. Much love. Bye.